Casey. Hey, Jacob. I got a question for you. What's up? What do a babysitter with a lust for blood and satanic rituals and a possessed college graduate with a chainsaw arm have in common? I don't know. Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this week I watched The Babysitter. And this week I watched Evil Dead 2. And now it's time to make The, the Movie, movie connection. connection. All right, here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there, my name is Jacob, and I'm here with my sister... Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, you know, in an effort to broaden our individual movie horizons and to just remain connected in general, we decided to connect over something we both really enjoy. Movies. Movies. So each week we assign each other movies to watch, usually that we haven't seen before. And then mm -hmm. we watch them and we review them and then we sit down to discuss them and and we try to figure out, hey, is there any connective tissue between these two different movies? Any at all. Anything. Any little connection. Any little thing. And, you know, this week, you know, these next few weeks are going to be relatively easy because we do have a bit of a theme. Um, we do. You know, it's that time of year. It's that spooky time. So Spooky season. So we decided to bust out some spooky, you know, spooky favorites, question mark? Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. well, last week, definitely some favorites. Like, those were prime nostalgia trip. Like, we talked about that. Um, <laughs> we talked about so many things. <laughs> like, so many things. There was, like, magic and witches. Yeah. So many witches. <laughs> we don't need to dwell on past episodes. Uh, hot, hot witches, uh, ugly witches, uh, just witches. Mm. Um, but this week, a little different. Um, mm -hmm. a little mm -hmm. change of pace. Um, yeah, a definite change of pace, folks. Like, this is... Yeah. Uh, both of these movies. Like, you know what? Let's just dive right in. What do you say? Um, I think that that's a good idea. So, I'm going to talk... Let's start with me. It is my turn to start, after all. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to talk to you all about The Babysitter. Not to be confused with the one uh, starring Alicia Silverstone, by the way. Uh, right. Like, don't even go there. Because, yeah, you're... Uh, you're it, for a different kind of movie it kind of yeah it kind of delivers some of the same things but not <laughs> um anyway all right the babysitter awkward 12 year old cole might be the only kid at his school who still has a babysitter but she's definitely not your average babysitter b and cole get along like other kids might get along with a sibling or a good friend, and she's also pretty easy on the eyes. One day, after chatting with his only other friend, Cole decides he's going to stay up past his bedtime to see what B and her friends get up to. That night, Cole witnesses a game of spin the bottle that ends with one poor guy getting knives stabbed into his head and his blood collected for some kind of satanic ritual, <laughs> led by none other than B. But the bloodshed doesn't stop there. Cole will have to conjure his courage in order to survive being hunted by B and her fellow psychopath 
uh, psychopathic, sorry, cultists. <laughs> psychopathic cultists. And they, I, I mean, all, all of them fit the bill. Yeah. You uh, nailed it. So, and this, was this made for Netflix? This is Netflix Studios? This is Netflix. Okay. Uh, that definitely makes sense. Um, <laughs> definitely checked out. Um, yeah, this was a trip. Because I, I don't know, I might have heard of this. Um, and I felt like the reviews were good. But in uh, Consulting letterbox, they were a little less kind. Um, and everything like that. So I guess uh, it's really kind of up in the air. <laughs> How did yeah. How did you come across this one, by the way? I know I'm so, supposed to get the Q&A, but I'm Q&Aing you. No, oh. that's okay. Um, <laughs> they they actually released it. So they filmed it, and then they released it years later. Right. Um, I think it is Netflix. I'm pretty sure. I was just trying to confirm that. But I'm pretty positive that it had that done-done at the beginning, you know? Yeah. Anyways, um, when it first came out, it did have really good reviews, by the way. Like, okay. up in the 90% on oh, okay. Rotten Tomatoes. And since then, I'm not crazy. people have like gone back and watched it and then re-reviewed maybe a little lower with like a little bit more woke eyes. Um, (laughs) You know, I think that has to do with it a little bit, Uh, but nevertheless, definitely um, male gazy. I will say like, that's kind of the, totally. That's kind of the thing that, you know, doesn't age quite as well, if anything. And this was only, this was 2017. So not too long ago, but definitely yeah. Like, yeah. It was a different Yeah, I era. think it was filmed in 2015, but still, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly, 2015. And all of it done, is done with, I think, like a satirical edge to it, right? Of course. I, I got, feel like, like, scary I'm a very movie feminist vibes. person, yes, and I felt like they were, like, mocking that in horror films, girls always look like this, you know. At least that's my take. But anyways, um, I found this in 2020 during quarantine halloween time just desperate for something to make me feel like the world wasn't ending Hmm. pretty much every netflix original movie that came out uh before this year that was how i found them just like going through netflix like what haven't i seen (laughs) um during quarantine (laughs) because if there's one thing netflix does it's a lot of content (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i found it back then and i was like this movie is funny and has some good jump scares and i i liked it a lot like i think the kid is good there's a sequel that came out last year a sequel yes i saw that i don't know if i I kind of i do kind of want to see it i'm curious (laughs) so i'm not gonna lie um have you seen it I did watch it. As soon as it came out, I was like, well, I have to watch it. Right. But I was very torn on whether I wanted there to be a sequel. Right. And it is the same kid, by the way. Yep. I, um, yep. Which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. I He's love definitely that continuity. Grown up, which makes sense. There's been more time, right? Like. Yeah, because, totally. Because, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I thought it was good, but it definitely wasn't as good. Got it. Yep. Diminishing and returns like, kind of thing. Like. Yeah, I was bummed because I was like, you know, if you want to be like a philosophical person, you could think about this movie in the way that like none of this actually happened. What really happened is this kid faced his fears and he grew up over the weekend when his parents were gone. Got it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like that's how I sort of liked to look at this um, because I think it's always kind of fun to try to 
do that. But, you know, by them making the sequel, they validated everything that happened in this movie as real life. Yes. Right. And so that sort of took it on a sort of silly adventure. Got it. Um, but it's still, it's a fun watch. The sequel is fun. It's hard to do, you know, horror sequels sometimes. Like, yeah. some franchises figure it out, obviously. We got your Nightmare on uh, Elm Street, Friday the 13th, so on and so forth. Insidious. Yeah. Um, sometimes yeah. you nail it. But, you know, like, sometimes, yeah, it, it's not easy. And, I mean, especially horror comedies, which... I mean, this clearly is like a hundred percent. It's like a satirical, co dark comedy. Right. Still wants to scare you a little bit, like with the jump scares, like I said, but yep. definitely not like something that's going to give you nightmares. Yep. In the realm of freaky, but even further into comedy than freaky, I think. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, almost in the realm of Zombieland, but not as good as Zombieland, though. <laughs> well, it's a Netflix movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, but uh, still, like, Zombieland, like, that's great stuff. Like, that's kind of, yeah, top-tier comedy horror, right? Or is uh, it even... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think you do kind of qualify, because zombies and so on and so forth. But I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that's, like, almost a dystopian. It's it sort of, like, is, like, a bunch of different things. Right. Zombieland. Yeah. Good stuff, though. So good. Oh, my God. So good. Uh, yeah, and then there's this movie, which yes. flew under the radar for almost everyone. People probably found it the same way I did during quarantine. Right. Um, I love the poster, of, you know. The poster's great. I love the vibes that they're giving off, you know, very 80s. Totally. Yeah, very stylized. Yeah. Yep. Stuff. And um, like movie goes pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. No, it's a good watch. It, it's a solid. Like it's just an hour twenty-five. Like good runtime. Easy runtime. Yeah. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. Too good. <laughs> Should we jump into some Q and A? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm just gonna uh start it off with uh, what's your history with horror slash comedy genre go for <laughs> kind the, of a weird genre go for the jugular if you will yes <laughs> wow wow so many so so catches <laughs> you off guard when the blood starts flying uh yeah it's good stuff though i liked that part of it um horror and comedy right so the crossroads like you don't come across it very often um and when it comes to horror like I guess, if anything, I like the classical stuff a little more, because, like, Universal Monsters, I went through, like, last Halloween, I you did. dove right into them, and I really ended up getting acclimated and liking a lot of them, especially getting into the sequels, where it's like, oh, some of these sequels are actually kind of almost better, and so on and so forth. Um, right. But then, uh, and then comedy, you know, I like comedies, obviously, and... Uh, as I got older, not my go-to genre, especially since comedy's in a weird place right now. Um, <laughs> True. But uh, and then when you come to the crossroads of horror comedy, I do question it. Like, it's hard to get right. Um, yeah. Which we'll get into a little more. So even with like Evil Dead Two, like you sure. know, how does this work? Um. Mostly I like it because then, but then it's like on a spectrum even from there because scary movie is like comedy first and foremost. A hundred percent. Um, like the definition satire, of satire. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Then you got this, which is kind of satire, but also 
comedy. It takes itself a little seriously sometimes, sometimes, and it's also like a dark comedy. Right. It's like Home Alone, but dark and real. Okay, I really love that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Because it totally does have Home Alone vibes. Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> that is so... And that I, like, might never contribute even... to my rating. Um, anyway. <laughs> um... But I all I'll say is like it's hard to get right, but I like when they do because then Freaky was a great Oh, Freaky was discovery, awesome. And I want more movies like that. Like that was kind of the perfect that if you want the middle, like that's kind of the middle because it was definitely this more This movie with Freaky would make a really fun double feature. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I want to check out Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day 2 cuz those are oh. apparently in the same Realm. It's like Groundhog Day, but with horror, where she just keeps reliving the the day she gets murdered until she figures out who her killer is. Oh shit! <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah, interesting concept. And thank God it's a comedy, because yeah, otherwise, yeah, too dark. Like super fucking dark. Like we've depressing. seen, yeah, butterfly effect. You know. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Do you have a favorite death? Because they're all sort of... All the death is sort of like a little ridiculously right. overdone. Yes. Um, yeah. To the point where they're like, we want you to know that we're not taking this part seriously. Which, good. Um, yeah, right. It is good, and it does make for fun, like, fun times. So did you have a death in the movie that was your favorite death? Yeah, tricky. Uh... If it doesn't go with your favorite. Oh, scene. well, probably the... Uh, I mean, probably the jock guy who gets yes. weirdly hung. Like, where the, the physics of that? I don't... And what I love is that it somehow fit into the realm of this movie where it's like, wait, what the fuck? And sometimes horror movies are like that, though, where the physics don't make sense. Yes. Um, but this I... one was so unabashedly like, yeah, try to figure it out, fuckers. Like... <laughs> I like that is also my favorite death scene, especially since like he had just wiped the egg from the kid's forehead. And then you get the zoom in of his hand slipping from the branch with egg like flying yeah. from his fingers. Right. <laughs> An egg would not stop me from holding on a tree branch. <laughs> right. The physics don't make sense, but it is so hilarious. And I love that guy, too. That, that guy was great. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, He's everybody, great. the cast at the end of the day was perfect. Like, especially what helps us is that this kid actor was so good. Otherwise, I think this movie yeah, would Yeah, I was going to ask you failed. how he, that's my next question is like, what did you think of the kid? Yeah, no, the kid actor is what makes this. Because, sure, I mean, it's easy to, like, yeah, you want to cast a strong B, obviously. Yeah, she's and great. From what I understand, this actress is good at this sort of thing, which makes sense. I would love to see her in more for sure, like. And she's definitely she's uh relate she's the niece of uh Hugo Weaving, uh Elrond in the uh, uh Lord of the Rings movies and uh Agent Smith in the Matrix movies. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Deep connection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh so yeah, so she's yeah, she did great. But no, this kid actor, like, if he would have sucked, if we would have gotten, like, yeah, lower quality acting, like, yeah, would have broke the movie, frankly. Um, you could, yeah, I, I mean, agree. you could have run on the steam of uh, Samara, I believe is her name. Samara Weeby? Let me see. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Uh, but uh, but I, it helps that the kid actor, Cole, was so good, who was played by none other than Judah Lewis. Good job. Yeah, he did a great job. I agree. What is a he kid. Still, is he still good in the sequel? Like, because sometimes yeah. they're just... Okay, good. Because sometimes they're just good as kid actors, you know? They don't... Uh, no, yeah. he's good in the sequel, too. Good. Yeah. Looks like... I hope he does more, too. So, see, that's... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. Um... He should have been the fucking... Like, in the reboot of Home Alone. Like, that would have been fun. But that would have been so good. Well, I guess he got to do it, though. <laughs> he pretty much did, yeah. That's true. Um... So earlier you said that it figured that it was a Netflix movie. Is that because like of of a certain like way that it was shot or you could just tell cuz it of Yeah, it just doesn't feel like you'd see it on any of the other networks basically okay. where it's like <laughs> this definitely is not HBO Max quality. <laughs> definitely not. This is definitely maybe Hulu quality but yeah, feels about right. Eh, eh, but and then yeah, it's like no, this is Netflix, um, and especially now I don't know if this was intentional, but there was a lot of redubbing, like you know what, oh. like where which they used to do in old movies a lot. You would have to re-record your dialogue because they you never get it right the first time, and so, right, uh, you'd have to redub it. Um, and it almost seems like they did that in this movie. I don't know whether it was intentional or they just like again netflix budget where it's just like fuck we didn't get it like can you come in and re-record this real quick um which i i've been wanting to see i'm like i would love to see a new movie commit to like just redubbing all of the dialogue again that's a weird thing to want to see it would be jarring but i want to <laughs> see if it works damn it because it used to work okay like i don't know there's something about that quality though i would like to see yeah. anyway Remember, didn't they have, didn't they redub the kid's voice in Hocus Pocus? Yes. <laughs> Max that was from very a, upsetting. Max from, a, yeah, Max Goof of uh, the Goofy movie did his That's voice. right. Yeah. Yeah. That is right. Very interesting. That's why it was confusing. It's like, wait, he doesn't look like Thackeray Binks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Sounds like him, though. Yeah. He sure does. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what was I going to ask? What? Uh, you think this kid, since we're assuming all of this genuinely happened. Do we have think... to? <laughs> but okay. It is way more fun to imagine that this was all something he just did <laughs> to grow up. <laughs> and you can there's so many excuses car. that you can be like, oh, he was drugged or whatever, like whatever. Or well, no, but or he just fell asleep and like, you know, it was all his imagination. It's all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, this kid's like gone through a lot of trauma though. Yeah. And like the whole neighborhood saw. Right. That's pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, again, like, why would you want to make this real? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really bad. Especially that uh, girl's face blowing up in his face. Like, that's got to The suck. trauma, man. <laughs> the trauma. And accidentally killing that one guy who was hilarious, by the way. Um, yes. <laughs> hold on. I want to get him credit because he was so funny. Yeah, King Bach. Oh, my God. So good. So funny. Yeah. 
very traumatic to kill that dude. Mm. Very. 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 And I know that you knew this was, like, going into, like, a comedy horror, but... And it's called Babysitter, but did the cult stuff, like, shock you? Yeah. No, I didn't know (laughs) what it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be her killing all of these guys or something. Yeah. Interesting. And kind of a throwaway, honestly. It's fine, though. Like, you know, again, like, you can't stick to one thing too much, right? True. Um... But, uh, no, I liked the choice. And, yeah, Satanic Cults, you always forget about it. And there was apparently a decade of that where Satanic uh, Cults and so forth were the go-to kind of horror genre and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Not quite my thing. Like, and Evil, Evil Dead kind of drifts into that. But we'll get into that. But yeah, It does, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, it's time for our favorite questions. Favorites. <laughs> okay, sorry. Beautiful. I love it. Halloween. Um, <laughs> Favorites. Uh, there, how about that? <laughs> Favorite performance. Judah Lewis, who played Cole for sure. Like, yeah, he did a great job. Really solid. Good kid. Could have been annoying. Was not. Wasn't. No. But I rooted for him, you know? Me too. Yeah. Like, really stressed while he was like, hiding every time he was hiding i was so stressed for him <laughs> like you're gonna be okay little guy yeah and then of course honorary goes to samara weaving who yeah rocked it she was awesome killed it if you will yeah was the cheerleader played by bella thorne did you think she was a good actress oh that was bella thorne so people have a problem with her i don't know what the deal is uh so i guess so she used to be a kid star on nickelodeon i believe okay and has done a little bit in the movies, but not a ton. But she started an OnlyFans okay. back when OnlyFans was like uh-huh. not what it is now, like not as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the first celebrities to start it. And she was a huge reason that OnlyFans started taxing um, the people who were selling things on OnlyFans. And right. so she was a big reason for that. And also I guess she had promised people nudes and then like did not send them oh, wow. and took their money. Dang. Okay. Allegedly. 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 So okay. Problematic figure. Okay. As far as this part, she did fine. Um yeah. Didn't know all of that. So I can see how maybe that rubs some people the wrong way. Especially yeah. like, you know, OnlyFans like no shame in that game. So yeah, making no it, way. making it harder on people is not cool. So yeah, I yeah. think anytime somebody that's more privileged comes in and yeah. flaunts that, and then makes it harder for the people who rely on that as their income. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, you know. Not great. So that sucks. But she did fine. Um, She's okay. Honestly, like, uh, yeah. Uh, that one scene later on between her and Cole went on a little too long. That was kind of my the boob scene. least favorite parts. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, we, we already got that. Like, you know, we, we covered that. Like, you know, and it was funny. And now, you know, but now we're coming back to it again. Now you're really, yeah, making it obvious. Taking it just too far, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, favorite scene? Favorite scene, uh, when he drives the car through his own house. Like, that's when we drift into the realm of, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this 
kid has like never managed to actually drive a car. He's like too scared to. And I love that he does the stupid barrel roll that he said I think his his toy car was going to be able to do. So it's like movie making man 101. Like you got to reference everything. <laughs> so that was yeah, just bonkers it, enough for me to be like, okay, like. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. And yet I loved it. <laughs> And yet I loved it. Yeah. Especially like We Are the Champions is playing. Right. Such a good song. Yes. Um Josh was watching it with me and he was just like also confused. He's like, Why did he why did he go into his house? <laughs> and I was like, Well, I think he wanted to run her over and then we see her like laying under the car. And very he's just, awkwardly. Like, so awkwardly and he like looks at me and I'm like, It's a movie, just let it go. <laughs> so weird yeah but I but awesome it. yeah great um i love it uh favorite quote it was going to be from b you know i like weird all the time like that's pretty cool um but yes no, i love that definitely goes to cole for the line the last guy i saw get kissed got stabbed in the head with two knives <laughs> Yeah, what an image. That's yeah. going to stick with him forever. That would be rough, man. Like, it's here, let's really... kiss. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. And this kid is like, he didn't know what an orgy was. And I'm like, don't Google it. Don't Google it. Yeah. And then he Googles it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? And then you, you see him watching them and you're like, maybe that is what he's going to see. Yeah, right. No. No, thank you. He no. had to watch someone get murdered. <laughs> Horribly. Yeah. Horribly. Mm-hmm. Really, real bad. Yes, real bad. That's awesome. Um, would you rewatch and recommend? We watch is what I just said, and I meant to say rewatch for sure and recommend. Yeah, I think so. Like especially if you're not really into horror and maybe looking for something more comedic. Yeah. Yep. Totally. And what would you rate it out of five stars? Out of five, surprisingly. I would give it a four, I think. I'm like, yes. I, might, I might back down on this eventually, because it definitely screams kind of three, three and a half, but there's just something about it that appeals to me. Like, the question I'm going to constantly have is like, is it as good as the sum of its parts, though? Because break it down, it has so much going for it that I like. The home alone of it all. Yes. The good kid acting. Yes. You know, Samara weaving. Pretty. She's like, great. you know, can't ignore that um and then yeah i do have a uh i do like the horror comedy when it's done right and it's done mostly right here and i also like kitschy kind of not great stuff sometimes too like anybody and this is just in the right niche of not that great but i but i like it kind of thing i think all of the sub actors are great too yep even the bully Um, i love the like that bully could have been bully yeah yeah, could have been done wrong but that kid that kid was fucking funny and yeah i enjoyed it yeah yeah i totally agree it's like i can't believe i'm rating this so high but also it's so easy to watch and it's very it's got like high rewatchability too right like it's an easy one to throw on and Yep. And it's funny and it you're on for the ride and it's a short ride and then you're off it and you're like, cool, that was Perfect fun. Perfect thing to dip into the Halloween season with too. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Awesome. Oh, and would you reboot it? Not so much. And I mean, they're already doing the sequel thing, so I think uh, that ship has sailed. 
but you don't need to. Like, this could have been a great one-off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, before they made the sequel, I sort of was like, oh, this was, like, all something that happened in Cole's head, and we got to see him grow up, because there was a very strong theme of, like, you're still too... You know, you're too old to have a babysitter, but we don't want you alone. You have toys in the hallway. You're a kid. You can't drive the car. Like, yeah. you know, and we get to see him overcome all of that shit. And so sort of making the sequel felt like cheapening it a little bit to me. Right. But the sequel is fun, and it's yeah. in the same vein Good. of this. And so it's, like, a, also an easy thing to watch. Awesome. Um, cool. The director for this... Did um, Terminator Salvation. That is the only other movie I had seen of his, and it drastically different to this, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and he... Well, he's done more things that I'm familiar with, because he actually does a lot of, like, teen shows. Like, he was the director for Shadowhunters, um, which is based off of a book series I liked, so I watched all of that, but it was definitely directed towards a teenage audience. Um... He was a executive producer on Supernatural for okay. all of Supernatural. McGee, yeah. Um, yeah. So just like a bunch of things like that, like a lot of TV stuff he's done um, and directed a lot of TV stuff too. I think I saw like one of the Vampire Diaries or Legacies or something on there as well. So huh. yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, that's one movie down. Casey, let's <laughs> move on to your segment and. Uh... <laughs> sorry <laughs> this movie brings Send it help. out in me <laughs> <laughs> fuck all right i'm gonna tell you about evil dead too do it i dare you there's a cabin <laughs> in the woods <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> where evil shit goes down. See, it is not this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ash takes his girlfriend there, uh, Laura, I think her name is, mm -hmm. and they find a tape recording from a professor, and they find a book of evil. Yeah, the shit. Uh, this causes <laughs> a bunch of evil spirits to arise. Yeah, and they start to torture Ash. Linda is dead. <laughs> okay wow he has spirits Cliff attacking notes him. version of the plot <laughs> he has spirits attacking him and then a journalist comes to look at the book of evil shit hits the fan they have to work together to stay alive till morning okay yes <laughs> i have a very i think we'll realize this with the next one too i have a hard time summarizing horror films i mm. figured out today okay yeah yeah <laughs> oh you're just gonna get very <laughs> blunt <laughs> short sentences about what happened right and that's just how it is yeah evil dead 2 so this is uh i mean definitely as a cult following i mean at this point it's yeah. just kind of like universally embraced in the horror community basically at large it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of people awesome um and it's, love it and even the sequel you know army of darkness that's got a reputation and everything like this so uh were you aware of any of that some of that mostly so sort of yeah like it's something that i've heard of and then of course i've heard of like the video game and i 
I know that there's more than one movie called Evil Dead, and then there's The Evil Dead. And I felt like I had read something about Stephen King with this movie. Oh, yeah. So the original movie, yeah, called The Evil Dead, he uh, was one of the first to see it, and he endorsed it. And at the time, like, you know, that name carries a lot of clout. And uh, so it really helped out Sam Raimi and crew, you know. And uh, Sam Raimi, like, you know that name. Like, he did the Spider-Man movies and most recently did the new Doctor Strange. Uh, Hell, yeah. He's awesome. I mean let's face it scarlet witch movie but anyway for real (laughs) for real um but uh so a little familiar but didn't quite know what you were getting into eh so (laughs) so yeah my experience like i i tried to watch the evil dead and wasn't into it um didn't really get what people were talking about and I think I saw Army of Darkness, and that was, like, so bad. Like, I was, I'm was, i in the realm of, it's like, this is just too bad. It's like, no, it's so bad, it's good. It's like, no, it's just bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's hard for me, because with horror movies, I just don't find that line as easily as other people do. With other films, I can usually find it. Like, oh, this is so cheesy that I'm enjoying it. Right. Like, I like a good Hallmark Christmas movie, even though I know it's not going to be the best quality of writing or acting, usually. Mm -hmm. But I can find joy in that cheese. I don't know. With horror movies, I think it's because I think it's going to scare me. Yeah. And then when it doesn't, I don't know if I'm just disappointed. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. No, that's good. Um, Because, yeah, and then it also, again, like, it drips into that realm of getting the horror comedy ratio right or something and to me totally there's something about evil dead 2 where it's like it got too much comedy where i wanted my horror but it (laughs) somehow does get both genres right like because it's genuinely horrifying sometimes it's i oh yeah that was a question i was gonna ask you and i didn't i'll ask you I can't believe I just somehow missed that question. I was going to ask you which movie you thought was funnier and which movie you thought was scarier. Oh, right. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> Babysitter's funnier for sure. Yeah, because Evil Dead... And this is scarier. Yeah, right. I think so. But not for like, the I same think... reason. Like, yeah, it's True. so weird. Yeah. True. Yeah, because I definitely think, like, uh, the props... The, the demons with flesh on them, mm. the flesh-wearing demons, are genuinely um, scary to me Right. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Versus, like, with every death in the other movie, there was, like, an edge of unrealism to it to where you're like, this is kind of funny. Yes. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, definitely weird movie, eh? Like, Yeah. Very strange movie. Um, so I guess let's get into the Q&A a bit. Let's do it. I mean, is this a comedy, a horror, a horror comedy? What yeah, would you, I think it's both. What would you say the ratio would be, maybe? Uh, 60% horror, 40% comedy. Right. To me. Because it is, like, yeah. not truly terrifying. Um, But it's also not, like, roll on the floor laughing funny. Right. 
So it's like a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. And some of the puppet stuff I did not like. Or not puppets. I don't know what those were. (laughs) Um, Did not love that. But also it was funny. Just like the chainsaw hand was funny. Um, The way that he decapitated Linda. Is your name Linda? Yes. That was funny to me with the shovel on the ground. And that had like the same humor quality that the guy falling or going off of the tree had to me. Right. And those two scenes, I was like, these are so, they like fit together very nicely. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Physics. Yeah. (laughs) Physics. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Um. So, Bruce Campbell stars in this film as Ash. Yeah, he's um, great. What did you think of his performance? Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, um, I think he did most... I think he did all of his stunts. Yeah. Oh, that is super impressive. Yeah. Um, He's good. He's just the right amount of, like, a little bit of a smartass. Like, he's got some fun comebacks. Um, like when his hand, when he has to cut off the hand because his hand is possessed and then he like ties it to books Yeah. and it's like, you know, like his little comeback, I don't remember what it was, was just funny in that moment. Mm. Um, no, he's really good though. I, I thought he was good. Great. Good. I don't like, you know, he sort of reminded me and it maybe it was just like his energy, but of Charlie Sheen. Nice. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. So I really got like some old school vibes of Charlie Sheen <laughs> back in the day nice. um, from from his performance here. Love it. Speaking of Ash, you know, Ash becomes one of those heroes that, you know, the role is kind of thrust upon uh, yes. by circumstances. Right. Uh, in what ways is Ash a good hero or maybe not the most conventional hero? Well, or is he a good hero? <laughs> right, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, is he? <laughs> he is because he he takes the role of leader. Mm. Yes, among when, the people. Uh, when those other people show up, right? Who I and... was really worried about. I thought they were like bad to the bone, but turned out to be good. Um, Dude, I also thought that while I was watching it, I was just like, oh, she's like about to raise hell with this cult. Like she had those pages right. from the cult book. And I was like, oh, my God, shit's about to hit the fan. Right. Um, But shockingly, like. But they were actually there to put a stop to it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was like, huh, didn't see that coming. Um. Yeah. So he took a, a good leadership role and he managed to try to keep everybody alive. Well, when that other guy started to take over, it definitely had me kind of being like, oh, actually, you know what, Ash, maybe not such a bad idea. Right. Right. Totally. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I forget his name, but yeah. I know. I wish I remembered it. The, the paranoid journalist dude. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah. One of those rare, yeah, role, kind of the Han Solo of horror or something. Sure. Uh, would you read from the book <laughs> or what would your reaction be to hearing somebody read from the satanic book? So it's funny. I like, I like this question a lot actually, because there's two very different reactions. I think Yeah. because unfortunately I think I probably would read from it because yeah. I am a very curious person. I love old looking books and I really think magic is cool. So I probably would start reading from it, not 
on purpose to be evil, but because like I'm a curious human. However, if I was in the other room and someone else, like you started reading from it, I would start screaming my fucking head (laughs) off and like, (laughs) I'd be like, I've got to go. See you later. (laughs) On your own. You know, I think a lot of people, there's countless quizzes out there. You know, where do you think you would fall in terms of like, you know, you're in a horror movie situation. Are you going to be first victim? You think you're going to get pretty far or you think you're going to make it? You know, you're going to be the last, what do they call them? The last girl, last, uh, yeah, survivor or whatever. Final Um, girl. There it is. Final girl. I think it would depend completely on who I was with. Okay. Because I have... I do have a lot of freeze instincts. I'm not going to lie. Yes, right. Which is probably trauma that I need to deal with because you're supposed to really just have the fight fight or flight. Um, But I have a lot of freeze instinct. That being said, if someone I'm with that I love is in danger, I have a really instinctive fight. fight. Like, I've, like, saved guests from a car that was about to hit her. (laughs) I... (laughs) I like once was at a horror house and there was someone scream, you know, calling my name and they were like dressed in, in a disguise and they were starting to follow us and guess <laughs> she'll hate me for telling this story on the podcast, but guess, uh, she was with me and she like threw my hands down and pushed me behind her and she, she just started running. <laughs> like that was her instinct was to get the fuck out of there and to put me <laughs> But I also was, like, pushing her, and I was, like, trying to be there for whoever was about to attack me. So I would probably die fast. Okay. (laughs) Is the long, long long-winded version (laughs) (laughs) to that, the answer to that. Um, I would probably die pretty quick. Got it. That being said, if Josh was with me, I would probably make it a bit longer because he is very good at, like, getting out of bad situations. You'd go to in an escape room situation. Right. Have you ever done an escape room? I have done three escape rooms. Okay. I have beat two of them. Nice. Um, one of them was like ridiculously easy. Nice, nice. Um, both of them, all three of them were so fun, and I'm actually very good at escape rooms. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. My own horn, but more of a saw situation. You'd be better off. (laughs) Great. (laughs) You know, I did watch some of those movies when I was young, so maybe that's why I'm good at them. Saw. It's so interesting. Saw. Saw got sour though. Like Saw was supposed to be the next. Like, oh, that's the new franchise, but right. Nah, not so much. Not so much. The first one was good. Yeah. And horrible. Yeah. Um, Even the second one a little bit. But then, yeah, then it got... Took it too far. They always take it too far. Always. Yeah, escape rooms are so fun, though. (laughs) Well, Casey, so we have a little treat, you know, in honor of trick-or-treat season. Um, I had a friend of mine, Stephen Jackley, uh, who has a... You know, he's a bit of a horror director... Um, cool. He's definitely directed a lot of horror shorts and everything in the, and uh, he's a Portland filmmaker, a great script writer, and just writer in general. And uh, so, talk to him about Evil Dead 2. Um, and so, here's a bit of our conversation and some of his favorite moments from the movie. Awesome. All right, everybody, welcome to a special interview with my good friend, Stephen Jackley. <laughs> 
horror filmmaker um, and a good friend of mine, Stephen. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Doing good. Um, welcome to the show. <laughs> really glad to have you on. Um, so I was just saying, like, before we hit record here, um, you are, like, one of our first, like, professional filmmakers on the air. I don't know if I'd say professional, <laughs> but yeah, following. Um, but, so, a little bit about that. You have made some horror films, like, a short subject. You write a lot of horror. Uh, just kind of icebreaker question. Like, what is it about horror for you, Stephen? What is it about Oh. Horror? That's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> since I was a kid, mm -hmm. I have been like just obsessed with it for some reason. I have no idea why. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I remember like I was watching movies like Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like five years old. Uh, it makes my parents sound horrible, but really it was like the best <laughs> thing that ever happened to me. And then uh, when you get older, like I was always writing short stories. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I would kill like 20 people in like two pages. Like uh -huh. it was really bad. <laughs> but uh, what really kind of sold it for me was when I was in junior high and I watched Scream. Okay. And this probably means a lot to many people. But right. uh, I watched Scream when I was in junior high and that completely changed how I wrote uh, stories. I was still writing stories then. Mm -hmm. Once I got out of high school is when I started doing scripts. Um, but yeah, I mean, since coming to like Portland, Oregon, I've been like 2015, I think I made my first short film. And that year I made like four short films. Oh my God. Uh, which was, yeah, it was freaking crazy, <laughs> but it was like film school, you know, I didn't yeah. go to film school. So I spent like two to $3,000 making a bunch of short films oh my God. and it was the best education I had. Heck yes. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. And so now, I mean, the pandemic kind of cut me short, but since... 2015 I've made produced wrote most of them I've written myself and then I'd find other directors for so about 20 plus short films been in a mm -hmm. bunch of festivals and it's been fun amazing and and usually all or all horror related uh yeah there's <laughs> a couple in there I did um romantic comedy kind of okay it never it never went to like festivals or anything I'm a genre guy, so when you make a short film, you don't, you know, you know the festivals you want it to go when it's drama, you have no idea. Right. And, uh, but it's called like, and I wrote that one and a friend of mine directed it. <laughs> I, I've made a romantic comedy and then I, uh, called Hiccup and then I moved one called The Breakup, but that's a long story because it was literally based on the breakup I had. Oh. Uh, but literally most of them were, uh, horror genre got it and dark comedy once i started writing uh screenplays for like the short format because before then all i did was features mm -hmm. um i really started to delve into kind of my own style with like making horrifying situations somewhat funny yes. which i mean is kind of the subject of our our first movie with evil dead too yeah definitely <laughs> um didn't really get it from there though definitely got it from scream Got it. Yes, the, I I watched uh, rewatched Scream again recently, and uh, yeah, the irony is so palpable, and like, it becomes more satirical, like with age almost. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, really fun watch though. Yeah, I mean it. It changed like most people 
around my age or literally 10 years from from me younger uh will use scream as a reference to like the movie that kind of changed how they saw horror films and so it definitely worked on me like i i started it's actually funny because you know ryan murphy right yes he did like american horror story everything so I did the film festival circuit with this with this young filmmaker. So they were like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And they saw one of my short films and they said like, oh, it's a lot like Ryan Murphy. And I was like, well, see, in my genre or my day, it was Kevin Williamson. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so it's very similar to that, I feel like, the, yeah. the witty kind of banter mm-hmm. in between the horrific scenes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Well, let's, since we kind of brought up Evil Dead 2, let's get to that movie. Um, so, Segway, Stephen, huh? I was trying. Yeah, <laughs> I love the, I love the segue. Well done. <laughs> so, Stephen, I don't do a lot of podcasts, but I listen to a lot. <laughs> and that, yeah, some are so good at it and some are so awfully bad at the segue, but it's part of the <laughs> charm. Um, so little bit of your tell me a little bit about your history with evil dead 2 then you talked a little bit about scream like i hear so many horror filmmakers mention evil dead 2 um so tell me your history about it um like when you discovered it and uh like did you like it off the bat do you revisit it to this day etc the fact that i don't remember when i watched it (laughs) first makes me believe that I didn't respect it until later. Right. Uh, I was never, like, Sam Raimi, I remember, did, like, Spider-Mans mm-hmm. in the late 90s, and he started getting into that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I knew he used to be a horror filmmaker, but I, I don't think I really followed Evil Dead until later. Right. Um, and maybe it is just because of, like, that low-budget feel and, the like, the craziness mm-hmm. that goes on. It's the sequel. I, I watched it again recently, and I mean, it's like slapstick horror yeah. hour. It's crazy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I I don't necessarily, I think I took horror too seriously when I was younger for some reason. Gotcha. <laughs> and I didn't really start to enjoy like the comedic aspects of horror until much later, uh, probably because I didn't get it. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I, I watched it when I was later. Um, I remember loving the second one better than the because the trilogy was out by that point right so i love the second one the most um it was like it's a remake of the first one basically just with a better budget Mm -hmm. which i you hear a lot of people say but in terms of filmmaking like i didn't really ever think of it as a reference point to to my style um i respect the style i don't think i emulate that style much at all okay right uh yeah because like you said the the slapstick quality like that's kind of where it loses me if you will because it really is kind of a perfect balance between it's almost 50 percent, you know the comedy and then 50 percent the horror pretty much and like i i kind of relate to what you're saying about like uh, uh taking horror a little too seriously to me it's like yeah don't get your comedy in my horror or like don't get your yeah. get your horror in my comedy um, I which, think, which is fu- yeah. sorry, which is funny because I literally just watched Multiverse of Madness a month ago, uh-huh. and I I was in the theater watching it, and I just had a smile on my face the whole time because it had Sam Raimi's 
visual style perfectly. Right. And I was like, finally, I get an Evil Dead movie in my Marvel movies. <laughs> so, so it's funny, like the full the full circle of it, where it's like, yeah. yeah, I didn't really respect it back then. Now I appreciate it. Now that I'm older, and a lot of movies don't do that anymore. Totally. Um, and they needed like they needed to get from point A to B because they're they were retconning some of the backstory in the first one. Yes. And they needed something for Bruce Campbell to do while they're waiting for the second <laughs> character right, that, that that we're gonna get killed off <laughs> there. Right. And but I mean, I, it just it works so well. Now that I'm older and I've watched it like 30, 40 times, it just it works so well. Just watch like he his physical comedy is bar none, just yeah. as good as anybody else out there. It's amazing. Big time. Absolutely. Yeah, no, if anything, the the Evil Dead uh franchise or the that trilogy definitely did teach me to respect bruce campbell just as an actor like not like yeah not just oh yeah uh comedy guy or whatever but yeah no he's he's got a range he's got the comedic timing like yeah and he's and and he's a pretty handsome dude like you know <laughs> back oh yeah back then he was stud yeah i mean t i'll say now too just mm -hmm. just in case he ever listens to this <laughs> uh but yeah like i was i remember like watching it and hitting all the beats where i was like but I, they were out of order so it's like when the mirror thing happened like mm -hmm. all the little creative stuff that they did to make that work is just stuff that like it, i look back and i'm like why didn't i ever use that right as a motivation for my filmmaking because they literally used just anything they could to make that film work yes awesome I love it. Um, so let's see. So that kind of takes care of the history and all that good stuff. Okay. So Stephen, we have this thing called favorite questions, and I'm dying to hear okay. your favorite uh, the answer to these favorite questions for these movies for you. So for Evil Dead Two, uh, starting with I mean, it's this is kind of obvious, but it leads to like some interesting stuff. Um, favorite performance in uh, Evil <laughs> yeah. Dead Two. <laughs> uh. I would say every Evil Dead movie, but the one that he just wasn't in <laughs> is Bruce Campbell. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, just he owns that role. Like, I don't I don't know what where, when it happened and when it clicked for him, but mm -hmm. like he knew exactly who that character was going to be from start to finish. At least it felt that way. Right. Absolutely. And then by the time you get to Army of Darkness, I mean, he like, uh, yeah, he's running the show like it's it's yeah. the Bruce Campbell show for sure. And I just I, I look back on all of them and maybe the first one, you can kind of see it because they were it was more of an ensemble. Right. But like he just had that confidence. I yeah, I respect that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so do you have an honorable mention, like the standout character in Evil Dead 2 that like, uh, kind of wins you over or that you really liked? I mean, that one's hard because mm -hmm. <laughs> like they get killed so quick and they're all <laughs> mediocre kind of second rate characters. It right. would probably just be anybody who turns into a dead eye. Yes. Great. Like great. that, that's just perfect. Like the way that they... And even pre, I mean, they had like George Romero zombies, so it was nice to kind of see that balance of something completely different. Right. Uh, with demons is like not to make them all zombified like that, but to like have them talk back and talk shit. And, yeah, right. And everything is just, it's, it, 
Yeah, it just, it made them so much separate than anything, even now that you see in horror, like no one's really copied that or could emulate it. Very true. Um, have you checked out the the, the show, um, Ash versus Evil Dead? Uh, yeah, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so like there's a YouTuber that I like uh, who I don't know if you ever heard of, but he does these horror films. He does like kill counts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he because he constantly rewatches these movies to do kill counts on them and he said like chucky is his favorite franchise just based on the overall story that chucky goes through right and i was thinking about it and i was like you know you have freddy krueger you have jason Voorhees, but like they throw him into space and they they give him the 3d treatment and i have to be honest like based on the second third the remake and the show which yes i have seen right uh, this is probably the most, to me, my favorite franchise out of all of the horror guys right. out there um, because of that. Like, the show, to me, was just so good as well. Yeah. Awesome. I, I've been meaning, I kind of am curious. I want to check it out because, like, what holds me back is I'm not the diehard fan, uh, I yeah. guess. But it just sounds... Like if it's got that Evil Dead tone and it's got the Bruce Campbellness of it, like I kind of want to. And check that's out. the thing; it's about the consistency, right? Like, like they try to be funny with Chucky and then they bring it back around. Mm-hmm. And they don't really know what they want to do with Fred, Freddy Krueger by the time the yep. remake comes around. Mm-hmm. And Jason Voorhees right now with licensing, they're going through some crazy stuff <laughs> trying to figure out who owns the rights to to the, the backstory out of all things oh wow and with evil dead it's just like nope this is the same thing throughout we're gonna have bruce campbell we're gonna have crazy very crazy true. things that happen very true very true yep awesome uh moving on to all right favorite scene now this i mean this was this would be even hard for me because there's so many chaotic scenes so yeah so much <laughs> chaos and everything like that um but do you have a favorite scene? Um, I would say more moments because I feel like the scenes go hand in hand. Yeah. Especially, basically the beginning when he's going through everything that he's going through. Got it. So like <laughs> I have, my hand is turning against me and the the mirror projection of me is attacking yes. me. Um, and the, but okay, okay. I think I just figured it out. My favorite <laughs> scene is, is talking about it is when he's going crazy and just laughing hysterically with all of the objects around him that are doing the same. Oh my God, Steve, um, you and the, I share a favorite scene then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's it, because I think it's the climactic moment of that like chaos that he's going through. Yes. And I think it even happens before, like he has to cut off his hand and everything. It's yeah. just um, him, yeah, just him laughing and like the objects have yes. their own voice. Like the hand yes. even has its own little voice. <laughs> Like, yep. it's just so ridiculous, but so good. So good. I, I 100% agree. Like, and down to the, like you said, moments. Like, there's this weird, yeah, the laughter kind of peters out, and he's, like, like like dancing with the lamp or something. Like, he's doing this weird, like... <laughs> he's doing the movement with it, yeah. yeah. He's going up and down as the lamp moves up and yep. down. And you know that's improv. You yes. know, like, Sam Raimi's not directing that. He just no. notices the puppets going up and down, or the animatronic, whatever it is, right. is going up and down, and he just starts following it it's yeah it's all bruce i can tell yes absolutely that's awesome um perfect awesome scene so and then uh i mean you know we come across movies that have profound quotes um (laughs) i think uh 
Casey's quote ends up being something like, I will swallow your soul. Um, do you have a favorite quote from the uh, Evil Dead 2? Oh, man, I'm really bad with quotes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like, because I don't remember when he uses, like, the boomstick line. Uh-huh, right. Uh, right. Because, like, it could have been in the first one that I just don't remember. You know, like, they, yeah. I feel like he requotes himself a lot. Very true. Very, uh, <laughs> very true. But, yeah, I'm the same way with trivia. I'm horrible with names, and I'm horrible with quotes. Got it. I see. Yeah. Uh, I just think the laughter can be its own quote. There you like, go. Like, just him going crazy with the, the laughing. Yep. <laughs> if, that, if that counts, if that's a technicality I'll, I can use. I'll take it. Because, no, it's very, it's very iconic, very, uh, yeah. yeah, signature. So, Perfect. Evil. Insert laughter here is the quote. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's pretty much it. The laughing. Perfect. All right. So, Steve, I mean, out of uh, five stars, how many stars would you give Evil Dead 2? Um, I'm really bad at rating things. Uh -huh. So I probably would just give it a five star. Mm -hmm. Because Fair it's enough. either like... I like it. I'm neutral. I'll never do it two or four. I think. Right. I'm right. either I like it. I'm neutral, or I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. No, and that's like that's better. It's like the five star reviews or the or the one stars are the ones we pay attention to, really. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's it's weird. It's like you either like it or you don't. So right. it's hard for me to rate things. <laughs> exactly. I feel you um so that's the star rating uh well it's silly to ask if you would re-watch re um well this might be well, interesting i oh, might rewatch it this weekend because it's playing 35 millimeter at the hollywood theater oh, that's so. this week holy shit okay that I, is that's saturday I, night and sunday night they have I it playing it so by the time this happened. plays it's, it's already over and passed but Dang, okay <laughs> Well, that's they're doing all of them, by the way. They're doing Evil Dead one, two, and three, or oh Army of Darkness. Oh my god! See, that's this awesome. weekend, yeah. And that's the best way to see it, actually. Like, definitely with movies like this, thirty-five millimeter. Yeah, that's awesome. I just watched. Uh, sorry to throw another movie out there, but oh, I just no watched worries. They Live with John, John Carpenter with Roddy Piper. Uh, that was thirty-five millimeter at the Hollywood, and I saw that a couple days ago. It was amazing. Amazing, I believe it. I. John Carpenter. It, it's my month, man. Yes, All the horror movies come to the Hollywood <laughs> theater, and they're doing a lot in thirty-five millimeter. I love it. I uh, and John Carpenter. He, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that I'm still diving into him. But he is a filmmaker that, yeah, I'm, I'm loving. Oh, uh, we have to have one of those where we do two John Carpenter movies. Do it, like seriously, because uh -huh. I haven't seen They Live. I haven't I haven't seen all oh, wow. kind of the big ones. I think his uh, They Live is so like we were watching the yeah. political like the political uh like nuance behind that movie is still up to date. Mm -hmm. Dang. Uh have you have you done the thing for the show yet? No, we haven't. Oh, we man. definitely will though you gotta because me back for that. I love that movie and yes, definitely will because like you were the because you were the one who introduced me to it actually. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I figure if you hadn't watched it by the time you met me, you definitely would have watched it after. And yeah, I remember I think it was it started as like, oh, you know, a background movie and I was slowly like wa watching the screen more than you and I'm just like, what the, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I'll always do that. I'll put little horror movies in the background when we have our little get-togethers and hangouts. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then, okay, here, maybe I'll put a little spin on this question. Who who would you recommend uh, Evil Dead 2 to? Like, what kind, what kind of person is Evil Dead 2 going to appeal to? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, they can't take the... I'm, I might go 
like psychological on this, mm-hmm. but they, they can't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Uh, we all meet those movie snobs out there, especially yes. in filmmaking that, that take it a little too seriously. Yep. Uh, we're not curing cancer. We're making like entertainment. Yep. So like genre fans, basically like, Got it. um, I, I, you, and again, I'm going to name drop a bunch of horror movies, so I apologize, but <laughs> there was this, uh, movie called the gate in the eighties. The it came out in 1987. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know that is because I just did my research on it because we watched it at uh, my friend's house on like a projection screen. Got it. And I haven't seen it like even that big format. And I, as we're watching that, I'm literally like, that's a Sam Raimi shot. That's uh-huh. an Evil Dead shot. Like, holy crap, like so many things Got it. they just uh-huh. took from Evil Dead. And and you don't realize that until you're watching these kind of B-horror films of how many people actually did get a lot of their filmmaking techniques from, from Evil Dead too, mostly. Right, but right. But all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie that had Stephen Dorff as like 11 or 12-year-old kid. Wait, what? Uh, Stephen Dorff? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. writing that name, down. Name dropping. The Gate, But, huh? but um, it was like my gateway horror, like Monster Squad, The Gate, like uh-huh. these these movies that, well, first of all, it was actually kind of terrifying when we were watching it again. I'm like, holy crap, I was watching this at like eight years old and I wasn't freaked out. Right. Mm-hmm. But but they they were, you were following the story through the eyes of a child, you know, and, yeah. and that to me made it feel more kid-like because I could relate to the kid. Right. Um, but yeah, Stephen Dorff <laughs> in the <laughs> gate, so 1987. It's about demons too. Oh, there you go. So, okay. So fans of that are going to get into Evil Dead too. I love it. I... Yeah, that's what I mean is this is a specific genre. It really did, especially in the 80s when like yeah. you had nothing but slashers. Mm-hmm. Like that was the big thing that took over 10 years time. Got it. And so having something like Evil Dead kind of come out of come out of that. I think was was something a nice alternative to to the mindless slashers. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, okay. So that takes care of all the questions. So that's one movie down, Stephen. Thank you for uh, sweet shedding some light on oh, Evil Dead Two. I, oh, I yeah. do have to give one more thing that I didn't, but those shots, like they literally put a camera between on two by fours, yes, and two people like ran through the woods. Like, I have to give that an honorable mention because we didn't mention that. But that is just textbook, like, figuring it out filmmaking. Absolutely. I hear that story. And, like, yes, that is a a touchstone of, like, filmmaking. Like, you, yeah, it comes to mind where you're just like, how did they pull off that shot? And then you find out that it's, yeah, as simple as that. Literally copied more than anything. Like, and it's, it was two friends. Yeah. Like, let's put a little camera on the, the stick. And run through the woods. <laughs> so crazy. And yeah, it's, again, yeah, so iconic. And like, you do, like, that's the shot that you're like, how did you do that? And it's like, yeah, so simple. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Oh, Not the claymation really? stuff, which is way freaking harder, but. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. The patience. Um, <laughs> all right, my friend. So we're going to stop this here. Yeah, good stuff. Now, with that out of the way, Casey, I think it's time for our favorite questions. Favorites. So, for you, Casey, favorite performance. Uh, My favorite performance does go to Bruce Campbell. Awesome. He was great. Easy, easy. Um, Honorary performance? That does go to Sarah Berry. Okay. um, Who was the one that came halfway through the movie to the cabin. About halfway. I can't remember. 
I think so. I feel bad. I don't remember either. <laughs> uh, favorite. I mean, Bobby Joe is my favorite, even though she didn't get a lot. That was Laura. Or Linda. Fuck. No, Fudge. No, that's the character's name is Bobby Joe. Or... Oh, yeah. Uh, Annie? Yeah, Sarah Berry Annie. Yes, there we go. Yeah. So, Annie. Cool. Yeah, no, she yeah, was good. she's great. She's good. Favorite scene? <laughs> I love it when the aunt dead by dawn. Wait, I'm sorry, you cut out. What was that? I love it when the demons chant dead by dawn. And yeah. it's like going from from demon face to demon face to demon face and they're all chanting it. I found so much joy from that scene. <laughs> is that the same scene? I don't know if it is, but the one where it's basically 10 minutes of laughing. <laughs> is that the same scene or that's a different scene? Uh, no, it's like right there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, that, yeah. Once that's so fucking good. <laughs> What's going on? Where'd you go? Oh, yucky. Oh my god, and it's like a fucking long leg son of a bitch. Why? Stop doing that. Okay. Cue the laughter. I think it's dead. Oh god, I hope it's dead. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Yeah. Okay, good. Good scene. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, once that fucking goat head starts laughing maniacally, I'm like, what the? Okay, what are, what is this? What are we doing? Yeah, what have I got myself into? All right, favorite quote. My favorite quote is. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, swallow your soul is uh yeah. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, groovy. Um Groovy is also so good. <laughs> so strange. So um, random. So, and out of uh Five stars. How many stars do you give Evil Dead 2? I give it a solid three and a half. Nice. Wow. Surprisingly high. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a fun watch for okay. sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Good deal. There's some awesome I shots. I can understand the cult following, you know. There's some awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry. It's crazy how high the ratings are on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That's where the I'm a little really love it. I don't quite get it, but but it yeah, no, it's got some funny moments for sure. It's got some impressive shots, especially considering the budget and yeah. yeah. So um would you rewatch or recommend? Yes and yeah. Nice. It's great for Halloween time. Totally. Um and then do you reboot this even though it's been done before? I did say yes. Yeah. Right. I think not? with like the special effects and stuff that we have now, and especially most of it's in one location, so they can have like a really high budget for actors and and for the special effects. Um, yeah. 
I think it could be really cool. Definitely. Could be a great opera. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, and again, they did reboot it in 2013, but I mean, reboot it again. Like, why not? Yeah, why not? With horror films, I don't really feel like there should be a rule on that. Yeah. Like I do other movies. Totes. Awesome. Well, that covers both of our movies. So now I think it's time to make the c- c- connection. Yeah, buddy. Chess pawns, clock, matches, all physical objects, man made. Small in size, light in weight. That's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of it. Of what? Our connection. And so. We are all connected in the great circle of life. All right, Casey, what do you got? Both have a super sketchy evil book. Yep, definitely. Like, I loved that. I was grateful for that. I was like, oh, good. We got that. One connection done. Um, I put, there's a deliberate humor and quirkiness in both. Like, even though different, they're both going for that horror comedy stuff. Like, you know? Yeah, I definitely said quirky also. Um, both have, uh, a random dancing sequence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because when we see B and, uh, what's his name hanging out? Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. Um, they have like a random dancing sequence in the house. True. And then in the beginning of this movie, we see, uh, Linda and Ash dancing in the cabin. Got it. Yeah. That checks out. We do have, like, kind of muscle cars in both. Oh, yeah. Or those cool cars, you know? Uh, both feature over-the-top death scenes. Yeah, put over-the-top gore. Yeah, for sure. Like, they definitely, yeah. It almost feels like he was inspired by Evil Dead in that way. <laughs> totally. Ancient book, we covered that. Um, I think I have just one more. Uh, oh, both have POV shots. Like, there's the signature one in Evil Dead 2 where it's going really fast. And you do wonder, like, how the hell did they pull that off? Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then there is one that's more of a Halloween po- POV shot, though, where it's Cole's point of view and it's panning around and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Anything else it. for you? Nope, that was the end for me. Perfect. So that takes care of connections, and now it's time for movie matchmaking. But look at this nice thing that we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. All right. All right, folks, so if you enjoyed the movie The Babysitter, you might also enjoy Happy Death Day, Freaky, or Jennifer's Body. Nice. Which I've never seen, but hear great things about. Me too. I've heard really good things. Yeah. All right, Casey. Um, and if you liked Evil Dead 2, you might like Army of Darkness, great. Fright Night, or Cabin in the Woods. Perfect. All right, folks. Now it's time for our recommendations. Yeah, buddy. So, in the realm of Evil Dead, I'm going to recommend the Evil Dead video game. Not the old ones for, like, PS, PS2 and so forth. But no, they have a new game out. Evil Dead, uh, yeah. Evil Dead the game. And it's, uh, 
asymmetrical multiplayer. Um, so you can get online and you can be either a survivor or a demon. And if you're a demon, you're against four other players, you know. And if you're a survivor, you've got other players to help you out. Um, I've been playing it for a while. It's really good. Um, a lot of fun, for sure, on both sides. But I prefer Survivor a little bit more. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, Evil Dead. Awesome. Is it scary? Oh, yeah. A little bit. Like, uh, like yeah. There's some jump scares. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my sister-in-law used to play this, or does play this. And, like, I would just hear her screaming <laughs> randomly. She's, like, a little bit of a fraidy, though. Nice. Well, there's a game called Dead by Daylight that's similar. Okay, it could be that, too, that she's playing. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be House of Dragon. Ah, here it is. Yep, I've been waiting to recommend it. Want to make sure I really like it. <laughs> you know what? I'm on board with all this bullshit, man. <laughs> all I these dragons. The dragons. The, the incest. incest. Yeah, like, what is wrong with me? I'm, like, right back into this weird world um, where shit hits the fan constantly. And the king is miserable because he's raising a hellion of a daughter and he has a hellion of a brother. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I just, like, I love her fierceness, the main girl, Rihanna. Or Rihanna. Yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> um, she's so good. And I'm really excited to see the next uh, actress who plays her. So we'll see. Awesome. It's been good though. I House like it. House of Dragon. House of the Dragon. Nine out of ten. <laughs> Recommend it. All right, folks. If you have a recommendation of your own that you want to send our way, you can send it via our email. Movie Connection Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram. At the Movie Connection. All oh. one word. Or follow us individually. Me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at KC Schwartz. We've got a Facebook, all of the social stuff. Head on over to Apple Podcasts if you'd be so kind. Maybe give us a rate and review. Five stars would be most appreciated. Mm-hmm. All right, now the moment you've all been waiting for. The moment where we assign each other the movies to watch for next week. Yeah. And, uh, all right, we're still sticking with the, you know, we get like five weeks, it feels like, in October. Um, so <laughs> we get a lot of movies. Um, keeping with the spooky theme, Casey, what do you got for me? I am going to assign you Insidious. Insidious. All right. Sounds good. You know, I almost assigned you Drag Me to Hell. Ooh. Which Sam I Rainey. think... Yes, is from the same director that directed Evil Dead 2. Crazy. Oh, so you've seen... The... Oh, okay. So you have a little experience with Sam Raimi's more horror side, if you will. And you know what? Drag Me to Hell was my favorite movie for like a year. Dang. Wow. I was young then, though. <laughs> I don't know if I would feel the same way now. Yeah. But I did really like it. But Insidious is really good. It gives you that kind of um, scary mindfuck, nice. if you will. Scary mindfuck. Well, Casey, I'm going to drift into a totally out-of-this-world movie for you. It's called Evil Dead. What? Yeah, this is the 2013, you could call it a reboot, you could call it a sequel, depending on how you look at it. 
Um, then we'll get more into that when we watch it. But yeah, it's just different enough wait. that you won't, you know, it's, it, you know, it's enjoyable. So check it out. It'll be so fun. All right. Evil Dead 2013 and Insidious. All right, folks. Yeah. Tune in next week. Bye. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of what? Our connection. So, we are all connected in the great circle of life.